Welcome to Vineyard 61's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website, vineyard61.org, or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Hola a todos. Hi everyone. It's a pleasure to be here today. It's a pleasure uh, to be sharing something that has been in my heart in the last weeks, uh, especially uh, since um, they asked me to to share a word today. And um, as we know, we're five days to Good Friday, and um, and if we if we go and see. Um, the last days of Jesus um, before the cross. There are sad days. We have to read like very painful text about how he's been abused psychologically, physically, because because he because what he's doing he's doing it for us. Sorry, uh, in the cross, and, and 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 it's painful to read to to read about that. But also we know that he needed to do it, and, and, and he knew what, what, what was going to happen to him. So when I was trying to think what to talk about this week, I was trying to figure out what I, if I can take um, a moment of Jesus where I can feel that he was really enjoying it. And, and there was in, in John chapter 12, verse 1, there is the story of, of uh, Jesus being anointed at Bethany which is a beautiful story. It's the story of, a, I will call it, a dinner party with Jesus. It was uh, um, a moment where I think Jesus, before going to the cross, or before preparing, to be, before being arrested and all the suffering that he had, he had a moment of joy and, and he felt so loved by the people that was around him. So I will ask Holly if she can read, uh, she can read with us uh, John chapter 12. 1 to 11. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with the fragrance of perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief, a keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. And um, and, um, this is an an amazing um, verse that we have from John. And uh, it's an amazing story because it represents so many things. So there's so much to talk in these 11 uh, verses. And, and um, be- before that, it will be interesting if, if you like this story to read chapter 11 because it will put more in context how uh, what, what happened before this dinner. This, as it says in the text, they were honoring Jesus with this dinner um, because did, Jesus did maybe... 
his best miracle or one of one of the best miracles that he did in his time on earth who was uh, bringing uh, Lazarus to life again so uh, Mary and Martha were uh, Lazarus sisters and and the three of them wanted to honor Jesus with a dinner and then also in chapter 11 in verse 5 we can uh, John uh, tell us how Jesus loved Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. He was a special people for Jesus. Uh, he has a special there. So uh, him going to have a dinner with these people, it meant so much to him. And, 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 I, and, I, can, and I can think that, that he really enjoyed that dinner that time. But things always happen when we're around of Jesus. There's not only the event, there's always a teaching, there's always something that we can learn, and there's so much that we can learn from this dinner. And um, also, as, in the, as, <clears throat> sorry, as it says in the text, the Pharisees were crazy about this miracle that Jesus did. They were so angry. The high priest and the Pharisees were already trying to get any excuse to arrest Jesus. And even if they don't have an excuse, they were already ready to arrest uh, Jesus. And, um, but despite of that, the, the, uh, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha were organizing. Despite of the danger that they were in, they care about Jesus. They recognize Jesus as the Son of God, and, and they wanted to honor him with a dinner. Maybe perhaps because they knew that maybe it will be the last chance to spend some time with Jesus on earth. And um, a few things that we see in this, in this dinner is that when I see this dinner, I can see a B61 service. Uh, imagine, <clears throat> uh, the, one of the first things that we do when, when, when we start to set up uh, the services that we pray all together before the services start. And one of the, thing, the f very first, first things that we ask is that, that, God, we want your presence in this place. And we welcome the Holy Spirit. It's something that we kind of do first, you know, because we, we know that we need that. And, and uh, no, the, the presence of God was there, too. Uh, of course, with the presence of Jesus, it, it makes it even more stronger, right? And also, in B61, we always invite people in our services to, to give their testimonies or to share what God did in what they are thankful for. And, and, and we love to, to, to hear, we, we love to hear from you. And there, right there, we have Lazarus with this huge, big testimony. Then, uh, as you know, uh, our teams are a big part of V61. We have many teams. Now we have this amazing stream team that is allowing us to connect with you. But also we, we, when we were doing the, the, the services uh, with people, we have uh, the setup team, the welcome team, and we have the hospitality team, also the people that is in charge of, of, of the kids. And right there in that dinner, we have Marta. If Marta, I think, represents what it means to serve God, represents hospitality in a great way. She was a master of that. She, was, she loved to serve other people, and of course, she loved to serve Jesus. Also in chapter 11, we can see the side of Marta, how much she loved Jesus and, and how much she recognized Jesus as the Christ. Also, there is always a talk. There is always a preaching in B61. And, and you welcome. They have Jesus there, uh, like the best speakers of all times, the masters of the masters. So 
<coughs> they are super covered with that too. And another element that is important in B61 services is our, our worship. We are big in worship and we're so blessed. We have so many gifted people in worship and, and, um, and, and it's a big part of, of who we are. And, and I, I, I might think we, we cannot read it there, but I might think that maybe they have a time of worship. Maybe they, they sang a few psalms together before eating or after, uh, or after the dinner. But, but there's an act of worship that we can see through Mary. And that's what we're going to go more in detail today. In, in this act of, of, of worship of Mary, we can see her pouring this uh, pint of expensive perfume on Jesus' feet and then wiped it with her hair. And, 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 and we can see it as an act of worship. As, as I think you know, and, and we heard from our worship leaders in some occasion and another occasion, worship is more than music. It's when we give everything to God. When, when, we, when we are thankful and we give with our body, we, we, we give everything. And maybe in some of the songs that we sing, you have sing, I want to give it all to you, Lord. We sing things like that. And, and, and we really mean it when we're doing Well, Mary literally was doing that. She was giving everything to God. This perfume, as is recognized in Jesus in the text, it was something that it was a, a big value for Mary. Even Judas, we can see that, describes this as the salary of one year uh, wages of a person. One year. And um, perfume has been always a luxury item. I, and, and, and even that now we're in 2020, and there are many, many accessories of things that we have, perfume still is an expensive thing. For example, I have my perfume here. And it's small, it's not that big. And I, I will say that I have one every year. And I try to save it because it's a very expensive item. If I put perfume all the time, I will have to buy four of, or five of these. And it's a very expensive item. And it's a luxury item. And I have to recognize it because there are many people in the world that cannot have the luxury to have that. Just to understand. And Mary didn't hesitate. She knew who she was pouring this perfume to. She really deeply understand that she was in front of the Son of God. And she was in front of her Savior. She was in front of Jesus. And in 30 seconds, she poured the whole perfume uh, on Jesus without hesitating. We see in the past, in the Old Testament, many sacrifices and offerings that had been given to God. Many of the leaders in the past, they sacrificed animals, and they, did this, uh, they, they took the best selection of them, and they, they did sacrifices in, his, in, in, in their honor to God. But Mary understood that she didn't need to, to look for animals or to do all that kinds of sacrifice that we see in the Old Testament. She, she had Jesus in front of her. So there's also, I can see an act when she's pouring this, it's an act of sacrifice. And, 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 and it shows gratitude and devotion to Jesus in a big way. And the way she did it is something interesting that, that, that is, is, is something that we need to pay attention. Because we know and we read in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, that there are moments that there was 
uh, a kind of act of respect and humility to wash the feet of someone with water. And we see it in different moments. Even we see that Jesus, as an example, as a la one of the last teachings that he, that he gave to his disciples, he washed their feet. We see it in, in John 13, if, if, if I'm not wrong. And, um, <clears throat> and Mary did it, but he did it with the best item that she had. And the way she did it, and the way she did it is important because she's not only giving the sacrifice of the acting, I have these expensive items and give it to you. She went on her knees and wiped it with her hair, which is what's not very common. And that shows the devotion and the gratitude that I was talking about. And sometimes when we worship, when we worship God, and sometimes I do it, and I know other people because I haven't seen it in a service, in our home when we're worshiping, sometimes it's not enough for us to stand up and close your eyes and, and put our, our hands in this position or our hands here or whatever you might do. Uh, sometimes that it needs to, we need to do something else. And sometimes I go on my knees, just a total surrender, a total recognition of, of what it means, uh, God in my life, and, and to thank Jesus for what, she did, what he did in the cross for us. And uh, Mary did it that way because she was totally devoted to Jesus. And also another thing important to see here is that uh, Mary didn't care what the rest of the people would be thinking. She was doing something strange, like pouring all, all this perfume there and then start to wipe it. Imagine the action. Those people, the, the disciples are all eating and she starts to wipe them with her hair. It's, it's, it's not something common, but she didn't care because she knew who she was doing it. She didn't hesitate. She didn't worry. She was right there. She didn't care who was in the space around her. She was worshiping Jesus. She was thanking God for Jesus. And it was her and God at that moment, and there was nothing else that she cared. And, and we see sometimes in our services <clears throat> that there's people that might start to dance, might start to do some movements, or might start, we, 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 we see that. And some people might be uncomfortable. We see people saying, hallelujah, maybe in other denominations more than in us, but we can hear an hallelujah or a shouting or an expression that comes from the Holy Spirit that lives in us. And, and, and I know that, that people, they don't care. They don't care what the people will think. So, so they're just worshiping the Lord with everything that they have without hesitating or without doubting it. I was in this conference when I was living in Chile in the north uh, of Chile. I went to this conference. There was this great speaker. And behind me, there was this uh, lady that every time the speaker will say something, she will say, Amen. Hallelujah. And all the time, all the time, all the time. Even when he will say, oh, sorry, I will have a sip of water. Glory to God, she will say. Like, even when he was not saying nothing powerful, she, she, she will. And, and I have to recognize that it was a bit distracting for me because he was right behind. She has this tone of voice. And, 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 and I was trying to concentrate. And then I start even to play again. That, uh, will she say it again? Will she say it again? Well, she will go now. What she will choose. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so it, it was really fun. And at some moment, I really want to know the face of her because she was, as a, she was at the back. So I did the classic overlook, you know, but you, you really want to look there. But I did the overlook. So I, I look all around, but I want her. And I can see this woman like sitting like here. And she say, hi. She say hi to me like with a big smile. And I can, then I understand the joy 
that she that she had, you know. And then then it was the opposite. Like I really want to be more like her. She has this joy in, in that smile. She was enjoying what was happening. And I can see Mary really enjoying that. She had the privilege of have Jesus, she, of have Jesus in her home. She Jesus just did a big miracle with with her brother. And she was thankful that she wanted to give it all to Jesus. There's another, there's another, there's another story just to, to pick a, like a different story. I have a great friend here in London. He works for a big bank uh, in London. He has a really good position, and and but he at some point felt that he wanted to work for ministry. But of course, he needed to continue working in this bank, and he has this. Crazy idea, I will say, to talk with the boss and, and, and tell him, hey, can I work from Tuesday to Fridays? Because on Mondays, I want to serve in this ministry. And I can imagine that talk, a difficult talk, because your boss, the, the boss, his boss might think, oh, um, he's not committed, he's not 100% here, should I have someone in my team? Me, as a boss, I, I will ask that questions, but, uh, he didn't care. He was sure about what he was doing. He didn't hesitate. And amazingly, the boss said, yes, of course, let's, let's take a test. Let's see if this works, if you really can handle like not working on Mondays. Of course, that you are going to earn a little bit less of money. But, it, but the boss said yes. And, and the experience was a successful because it's been one year and a half, if not two, that he's been doing that. And it's been possible. And he's, and, 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 and he's not only uh, making a sacrifice and taking a risk, he's also giving a testimony in his work of, of which is the place that God and Jesus had in, in his life. So these are all examples of sacrifice, and Mary did understand that. She didn't care. As the way that Lazarus and, and Martha, they didn't care that they might be persecuted after doing this dinner with Jesus, because many people was starting to come around and, and seeing Lazarus alive. It was, a, it was putting them at risk, too. In general, we celebrate when someone buys a house. Of course, we get happy when someone said, hey, we bought a home. Uh, if a friend tells me that, I'm, I'm happy that they're having a home. Uh, but we celebrate when we, when we have achievements in our work. We celebrate when, when, when we spend maybe lots of money in buying a car or whatever, and it's fine, and it's okay. But sometimes when we do something that is out of the box, when it's something that is a bit contra-cultural, you can, you can see a little bit the criticism. And of course, there was a bit of criticism. We see Judas there. Uh, we, know, we know who Judas is and what he's about to do. So we can understand that, that his heart and his mind were, were, were not understanding at all what Mary was doing. But there might be other people, just not to say only him, that in their mind they were doubting. There might be other of the disciples of the people that was present that they might think, hey, this is a waste. You can, you can give. And, but, but right there, Jesus says, stop Judas. What Judas is saying, I'm backing up Mary. I'm giving, I'm giving thanks to Mary. I'm putting Mary as an example, even prophesizing uh, that in the future, the story of Mary will be re remembered and will be used. And here I am, many, 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 many years later, sharing about this story and how great Mary was and how Mary really understand what it means 
to give the priority to, to God, what it means to, to have Jesus in her life. Mary had a very deep and very mature understanding of what Jesus was representing in, in his time on earth and what he will represent after. Maybe he was even more confident with some of the doubts that we see in some of the disciples. For me, Mary, in my book, she was another one of the disciples there because we're learning from her. Uh, we're learning from her here. The resurrection of Lazarus, of course, had uh, rebuilt and had uh, expanded this faith, this belief, and this uh, devotion for Jesus, even that they were, they were close before that. And I'm, I'm saying that because maybe you are new uh, you are new in this thing that we call relationship with God. You are a new Christian. And, and maybe you still feel that you don't have this devotion, that you haven't found it yet. Well, maybe you need to see a miracle from Jesus happening in one of your members of your family. Maybe you need a miracle in your life. And if you need that, uh, please do us. We have online pastors. Please do us for that miracle because I really believe that God will 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 give you will give you that faith that you need and might do a miracle in your life. Something strange might happen um, during this week or any, any week. Um, I, I have this person that I've been meeting with, uh, a, a musician, <clears throat> and, and he's exploring his faith. And, um, and, and, and we've been doing Alpha. And it's been really great. And we've been praying a lot with him. And, 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 and now I'm starting to share the Bible with, with him. And he's, he hesitates. He, it's not easy for him to read the Bible. But in his last message, he put me like, uh, uh, yeah, it's hard for me to understand the Bible or to read, it, to read the Bible more, more uh, often. But it, part of my routine is every day to pray with, with the Lord, with my words. I cannot pass one day without doing that. So God starts to do things in our lives, and, 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 and he really appreciates when we start to uh, communicate with him in this relationship with him. So the story of Mary is amazing, and, 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 I, can, and I can tell people that I have been meeting that, that did things similar as Mary uh, did as, 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 as here as we see uh, but I have a challenge for you so we're like five days to Good Friday and I always think that Good Friday is a moment where we thank to God for what Jesus did in the cross for all of us but also is a moment to live something in that cross something that it will cost us something there is one more story that I didn't tell that uh, this preacher, he was preaching about what you can give to God, but something that, that, that it will cost you something, that at the end it will be for your own benefit. And the reaction after that preach, there was different people uh, coming and saying to him, we want to give this, we want to give that. Uh, but there was a letter from a widow that got, that, got his, uh, got, that got his car. This widow had only one daughter, and she was young, and she wanted to go on cross-cultural mission. But the widow says in the letter that she didn't want to let her go 
to the mission because she was too young and it was too dangerous. But she confessed in this letter that the real reason why uh, she didn't want her to go because it was her more value thing. And if she let her go, she will not have it. And that was the real reason, and she will be alone. But after hearing this preaching, she understood that she needed to let her daughter go on girls' cultural mission because it was a blessing to God, and, and, and it was understanding this sacrifice, so letting go something that it will cost us something. Mary gave this perfume, and it was her most valued thing, and it represents a lot of things. In, in that 30 seconds, one year's salary, as, as he could be thinking the world, but she knew who she was giving it to. So what I want to challenge, and now we're going to have worship in a, few, in a few minutes, what I want to challenge you is to reflect in this week about what is it that you can live on the cross uh, this Friday. I'm not talking about Lent here. I'm not talking about making a plan with God. I will not drink for an, for an year, or I will not do this thing, or I will. St- or it's not a resolution. <clears throat> it's not a resolution neither. It's something that you are decided to change forever. And I, and I don't know if you already have something in mind. Maybe it will take you the whole week to realize what it is. But there is one thing that I've been praying and thinking that we usually, unfortunately, were not willing to give to God. And that thing is time. Time is always a thing in our lives. And as I met with different people, I can see that time is always, I don't like to say the excuse or, 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 or what we say, like, oh, it's been a very busy week. I couldn't read the Bible. It's been a very busy week. I could not, not have a time with God. We don't have time. Time is something, is something that we always say that we don't have. Or we use it for another things, which is fine. But now, in this last year and a half, time has been given to us. We don't have excuse, to be honest. When we used to go for a meeting... We used to spend maybe two or three hours, depending how far and how long is the meeting, <clears throat> between going to the meeting, being in the meeting, and coming back from that meeting. Now, we, we didn't have to do that. We, what we've been doing is pressing play, and in Zoom, in one hour, we, we, we could do that. What were you doing with those extra time that you have? Did you add more things to do? Or it was an opportunity to say, okay, this time I can give it to you, Lord. I can spend more time with you. And technology is fantastic, and online services are fantastic. And, 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 and honestly, it's, it's amazing how we, that, that even if we have another pandemic or something else happens, we will always find a way to communicate the good news of Jesus to you. And now we're doing it, and it's fantastic. But it's also, when you, when you prepare when you prepare to go to a service, you, in the case of the ladies, maybe some men too, you put makeup, you prepare yourself, it takes one hour, then another maybe half an hour to go to, to church, there's another hour and a half to church. Now you just, you don't need to put, you can be with your pajamas, you can just press play and we, and we have the service right there for you. So that means that we've been given time. 
And my challenge is, if, if there is, as I said, if there's no something else that, that God is telling you, what is the perfume that you are going to be? What is, what is that thing that you know that you need to give? Maybe it's a sin or maybe something that you've been struggling with. But I would say that time is one of the main things that keep us far from God. It's the big, uh, it's the big uh, trick from the enemy, I would say. Keep us busy. Because if we, are, we don't have a fluent connection with God, he made sure that we're not very good uh, to hear what he wants to tell in our life, what he wants to do uh, with us. And again, if we spend more time with God, it's again a benefit in our lives. It will benefit with our families. It will benefit with our works, like my friend from London. It will benefit... Uh, it will benefit in, in, um, in a relationship with others. It will benefit in every area. As much as we are connected with God, as much as we have that time of relationship, the benefits are all for us. And the benefit for God is that he feels happy that we're connecting with him because all, all the things that we're seeing Jesus in the cross is because he wants to show his love and that he wants to be in communion with us daily, daily. So we're going to pray now, and we're going to go to worship. So I hope we can reflect and, um, and think about this. Whew. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for giving us your only son, Father, in the cross. As, as we prepare for Good Friday, as we prepare to give you thanks and also reflect about what Jesus did for our sins, for our lives, to save us, for to giving us eternal life. If we reflect to that, Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus that you can come to the mind of all the people that are seeing us now and that they can reflect, Lord. It, can, it doesn't have to be automatic. It could be right now or it could be during this week that you can tell them what is it that they have to give. What is the perfume, the pine of perfume, a, a whole thing, something that is difficult for us that we need to give to you? I said time, Lord, but it, it could be something else. If, if there's some people that they don't know what it is, please reveal to them this week, Lord, as they reflect with you. Thank you, Lord, for your love, your mercy. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another life-giving message from one of our Vineyard 61 speakers.